Welcome to Digging Deeper, Temple family, and Happy New Year. Um, we wish you have a great and blessed new year, and may the Lord's blessing be upon you and your families. Um, for the last uh, Sunday, uh, the sermon was from Psalm 90, verse 12, that talked about um, learning to live wisely. Um, and um, we saw that living wisely means to appreciate the present, analyze the past, and anticipate the future and plan it with God. So for the digging deeper, we want to talk more about another aspect of appreciating the, the present. So we know that there are situations in our life that we don't enjoy. Situations when we go through something difficult, something hard. And sometimes it's almost like we are, we are in our life, but we want to skip forward. We want to go to the end of the day because we don't like what's happening with us here and now. And it's so hard to appreciate the moment, to appreciate the present moment at that time. I have a question for you guys. Um, have you encouraged uh, or have you encountered difficulties and uh, adversities in your life? What helped you to go through those difficult times? You know, one thing that can help us navigate difficult situations, it's the promise um, of God or, or what Jesus is trying to teach us in the Sermon on the Mount that we find in Matthew chapter 6, verse 34, where it says to take one day at a time one day at a time. Now, what can help us to do that is the concept that we call is to change the narratives. So what that means is that when we change the way how I think about things, the things can change, right? So I'll give you an example. If I believe that anything that happens in my life, God can use it for my good or God can use it as a lesson for me, then, when I go through something difficult in life, I'm going to be looking for that opportunity and I'm trying to see what is the lesson that God is trying to teach me. There is a Bible verse uh, in James chapter 1, verse 2 um, that I appreciate and um, that verse goes like this. I mean, there are a few different translations, but this one from NIV goes like this. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Sometimes this Bible verse, it's hard for us to understand. And when I read that verse, I'm trying to ask, like, what is Apostle James telling us that we should leap for joy when we go through uh, difficulties and through trials in our life? No, we should not live for joy. However, we have to change the way how we think about the difficulty or how we think about that adversity that we're going through. Maybe you've heard about the expression that in the middle of every crisis, there is an opportunity. So we have to look at this Bible verse to see what is the opportunity for us? What is the opportunity? This is how we can change the narratives. And how we can change the narrative is, you know, replacing the question why, that many times we have that question in our vocabulary when we go through, through difficult times, is why. Why is this happening to me? Why is this happening to my family? Why now? Why, why, why? So to change the narrative is to change asking the question why with the question what? What? And basically to be almost like a, a prayer and to say, God, 
What are you trying to teach me? God, what is the lesson for me today? Lord, what is the opportunity for me? Lord, what am I trying to learn about myself, about my brothers, about my sisters, about my community as I'm going through this difficult time? To replace the question why with the question what? And every time when we have the opportunity to practice something, then also we have the opportunity to grow. I think that God can use anything in our life for us to grow, to be more like Him, to develop a character to be more like Him. When you go through difficult times, what kind of questions do you ask yourself? What kind of questions go through your mind? What narratives do you need to change in order for us to face trials and tribulations and difficulties with the Kingdom of God perspective? Now, also, another thing that can help us as we go through difficult times is to focus on the promises of God, those promises that are applicable to us. I like the, the verse from John 16, verse 33, where Jesus says, I have told you these things so you may have peace. In the world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. What does it mean when Jesus says, you know, that um, in the world you'll have trouble? It means that we're going to encounter stress and difficulties and problems and trials and tribulations. And the encouragement for us is that Jesus encountered something similar. He encountered something similar for us. And His word, His encouragement for us is be of good cheer or take heart. Why? Because Jesus overcome the world. And in His victory, we can have victory. And that's such a great reassurance for all of us. Another Bible verse that it's a blessing for me every time when I go through something difficult is Psalm 23 verse 4 that says, even though I walk through the darkest valleys, or some translation says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I should not, I should not feel fear. Why? Because God is with me. The promise of God is not that He will going to remove the valley or the valley of the shadow of death from my life, but the promise of God that He is walking with me in that valley. And for us at the beginning of a new year, I think it's so important to encourage ourselves and reassure ourselves with His promises of God that He is with us every step of the way in this new year in 2024. What Bible verses are encouragement for you? And which of the God promises will encourage you in the new year? Take a moment, think about that, and then share with one another. I think it's important if you have like a, a motto or, um, you know, a, a Bible verse that speaks to you to make sure that you see it every day. Maybe you can write it down on a piece of paper like a sticky note or put it in the bathroom mirror or um, printing a nice picture and put it on, on the wall in front, um, you know, when you wake up in the morning to be the first thing that you see in the morning there. Or we can use the technology and that Bible verse, you can set it as a reoccurring event in your Google Calendar or on your phone calendar. So every morning when you wake up at 8 o'clock, 
on your watch, on your, on your phone, on your computer, are going to be this reminder that Bible first, that will be like a guide for you for 2024. Think about those things. Now, in conclusion, I want to encourage you to appreciate the present moment. Don't waste it away. Appreciating the present moment by realizing that life is short and all the time that we have is right now. God can use the present moment to teach us something and to draw us closer to Him. There is a saying that goes like this, you cannot stand in the same river twice. So what it means is the river always flows. Now, that's a metaphor for the river of time. We cannot stay in the same second or the same minute or the same day twice. This is a brand new day. We've never lived this day before. This is the day that the Lord has made. So it's so important for us when we approach a new day, a brand new day, to approach it with a sense of responsibility, awareness, but also a sense of anticipation and curiosity because we've never lived this day before. And to ask the question, what is God trying to teach me today? What can I learn about Him? What can I learn about myself as I'm going through my life um, uh, this day and, and as I'm going through my activities, my daily activities every day? I'm going to leave you with uh, that quote from Bailey and Carson's that says, Life is really nothing more than a series of present moments, one right after the other. You're always living in this moment. Will you leave it present or absent? Please think about that and thank you for your time. I have a blessed year. Bye.